0: Everybody, Ron Russell right here from PTC Ministries. Won't you come go with us today as we get into the word? I believe the Lord is going to speak to your heart. And I'll come back and greet you at the end.
1: He knew the place. He knew exactly where we would be
2: today. He loves us and i am so grateful for that love the bible teaches us 1st thessalonians chapter 5 is a place To begin, because of the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren,
1: are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief.
2: Ye are all the children of light. And the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of the
1: darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others,
2: but let us watch and be sober. Going back to that first verse, but of the times and the seasons. There's some things that we need to understand as we face the days ahead. Because of the times there is going to be a fight. Satan is not going to give up. But we have a promise. There is going to be a battle, so let me just begin by simply asking you this question. Are you ready for the fight that may be ahead? In just a moment, we'll go into the book of Deuteronomy and I'll share with you some scriptures.
1: But I want you to think of this beginning verse, but of the times and seasons.
2: Said, You don't have any need that I write unto you for yourselves know perfectly. I think we stand at a place this morning where we know where we are. We don't have to begin to ask other people. We don't have to
1: begin to search other material. We can simply, because of God's word and because of where we are at this morning, we know perfectly where we are and
2: what's going on and we know what season we are in every single one of us know that we are in a dangerous time.
1: The Bible even comes to the point of calling this moment in which we are in as perilous times. Difficult times. Our world is facing problems on a per second basis that men and women do not have the answer for. Men and women are meeting around the clock trying to understand and trying to figure out what do we do from moment to moment. We're in that serious situation that right now the leaders of our world do not know exactly what to do,
2: where to turn. But the scripture said, we know perfectly
1: we know where we are. Where are we? We're standing at the brink of the coming of the Lord. We're standing in a place where we have not been before. But it's in this moment of knowing where we are that we must Ask the question Can we rise up and can we face the future and can we meet the challenges? Yes, because we have a word that God is with us. That God is on our side. We're going to face the battle, and it may be a difficult battle, but let me say to you that we. Before I go any further, are the victorious people if we stand with God. Deuteronomy
2: chapter 20. Let me begin with verse 1 through 3 and 4. I said, We're going to face a battle. Let's look here. When thou goest out to battle
1: against thine enemies and seest Horses and
2: chariots, and a people more than thou. Be not afraid. Now keep this in mind. These thoughts that I'm going to give to you. First of all, he's saying, be not
1: afraid. For the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be when ye are come nigh unto the battle that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not. Do not tremble, neither be terrified because of them. For the Lord your God God is He that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. What we need to remember this morning is this that when we come nigh unto the battle, our great high priest will appear and he will speak to us just as the priests spoke to the people of Israel and he will say to us, I will fight for you. Don't ever forget his promise. He tells us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Today we can depend on our God. He will not fail us. This morning I would say to you, don't settle for partial victories just because you are weary, just because you are frustrated or feeling helpless. God never stops at half a victory. The moment you feel so tired you can't take one more step is often the moment he is about to give the greatest victory. It's when the breakthrough is about to come. The church is not meant to be composed of masses and crowds who want comfort and pleasure and everything handed to them on a silver platter. The church is meant to be like Gideon's 300 warriors who say, God, I know there's going to be a fight. I know it's going to be wearisome and will even cause tears to flow, but God, I am with you in this Battle. You may feel that you have prayed the last prayer you're ever going to be able to pray about the need that is pressing you. Don't stop praying and don't give up. It's been a long day. Night time is coming and inside you're saying it's time for me to sleep. But instead God says no, the fight is just starting you've been called to battle I say it again you've been called to battle we the church have been called to battle but we must understand in the midst of the battle this morning that there is nothing too hard for our God he will come through and he will touch us and he will deliver us and he will set us free if we will remember what his word tells us The church was not just began to have a good service and a nice building with lights that go off and on during the music. That seems to be what many are doing today. Bring us into a place where we can relax and be comfortable. But what I sensed in this place this morning as this praise and worship was going forth, as I stood over there, it was not a place for me to stand and be comfortable and say sing it some more worship some more but it it made me aware that i was coming into the presence of god and i was preparing for I was preparing for something that when I walked out of this room this morning that I would face the enemy head on. But the worship was preparing me to let me know that when the fight would get tough that I would be able to square my shoulders and look the devil in the eye and say, I am a child of God. I am a worshiper. And I have got a hold of something this morning that you can't take away from me. You can't destroy Because God is with me. I want to tell you, we've got to be more than a spectator. We've got to be a worshiper. We've got to be a worshiper. And when we leave this place, we'll leave knowing that God is with us. And we will be able to fight the enemy. And we will win. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're here to understand that we have a promise that the gates of hell will not prevail against us. We do not have a promise that it won't be strenuous or that all we have to do is whisper and the gates of hell will not prevail. No, there's going to be a battle. And Satan's not going to give up easily. But we have a promise.
2: There is nothing too hard for our God. In our scripture this morning in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 3, he said, Do not
1: let your heart faint. Do not be afraid. I want you to
2: notice four things. He is telling us in the scripture this morning. First of all, the
1: verse is a verse to encourage us regardless of what we may be going through, regardless of what the enemy's trying to do. There's four things he says. Let not your heart faint.
2: Secondly, do not fear. Thirdly, do not tremble, and fourthly, do not be terrified. But did you not hear the scripture we read? But of the times and season. Pastor Russell, don't you understand? It's easy for my heart to faint. It's easy for me to have fear. It's evil. It's even times when I feel like I need to tremble. When I watch the evening news and I see what's happening. It's easy for me to get to that place of being almost terrified. Talk. Go to the coffee shop. Talk to the person on the job next to you. Get a conversation going with just
1: the average person on the outside of the church. And most of them this morning, as you're sitting in here worshiping and enjoying the blessings of God, most of the people that you will come in contact with next week, they are living a life where their heart is fainting. And they feel that they're in a state of fear and anxiety and they're trembling and they're
2: terrified because they do not know what is about to happen next But the scripture is saying to us, we hear it loud and clearly, verse 4 For the Lord your God. Oh, hearts
1: are fainting, there's fear, there's trembling, there's being people terrified. But
2: verse 4 tells us, For the Lord your God is he that goeth before or with you to fight for you
1: against the enemy. But listen to what the other three words said. To
2: save you. Think about it this morning. Our God is going to go before us and fight
1: for us. So why would we want to place our trust in anything else beside our God? Let me stop and tell you that others do put their trust in other things and that's why... They're fainting, and that's why they're fearful. That's why they're terrified. Because they've put their faith in something else. And they don't have what you and I have. Maybe you're in this place this morning, and you haven't felt what I feel. You haven't understood what I'm understanding. But the Holy Spirit is gripping your heart and telling you, you can know this, and you should know this, because it will change your life forever. But looking in days gone by, he said in Psalms 20, verse 7, he said, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalms 20, verse 7, again, he shouts out some, s- the same words, some, some, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we. Now are the people that will remember the name of the Lord. So if I ask you this morning
2: a simple question, are you ready to fight? Are you ready to move into the place of victory? Do you want to feel that you're about to faint? Would I get any hands? Do you want to feel that you're about ready to faint? How many wants to keep fear in your life? How many wants to have that feeling of being terrified? There are those that come to that place. They come to that moment. Their heart is fainting. They're fearful. They're trembling. They're terrified. But why don't we? Why don't we shout it out together, I will not fear. Let's really shout it out together, I will not fear. I will not fear. Let's go further, I will not faint. There ought to be a rumbling across the house.
1: Let not your heart faint, let not your heart fear, let not your heart tremble. Do not be terrified, but the scripture said, we will remember the name of the Lord. I've come to tell somebody this morning that you need to put your faith and confidence in Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's never lost a battle and he never will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready to move into the future and fight against the forces of hell and the demons of hell? Are you ready to stand and believe that God is with you? There are those who do not look to the Lord for help, but the Bible tells us in Psalms 118 verse 9 it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes or in other things we've got to put our confidence in Him if we're going to win the Bible tells us look to the Lord if you want a victory there's going to be those times when you will need to rise up and fight are you ready for it the word tells us when thou goest out to battle it's certain there will be a time when you will face the enemy you will engage in the battle will you be willing to fight Let's fight against the enemy. Victory, victory is ours this morning. Victory's ours this morning. We know victory is ours because what we find in our scripture found in Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 1. When thou goest out to battle against the enemy, do not be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God is with thee. There is a divine presence all around. We may be
2: in the midst of the battle, but you can know there is someone fighting with you. But of the times and seasons, we know where we are today and we know what's going on all around us. But we've got to rise up and meet the challenge. God will be with us in this moment. He's been there before in most difficult times, He's been there before in very serious times. But have we forgotten? that our God is ready to fight for us. And there is nothing, there is nothing too hard for our God. But of the times and seasons It's a most difficult time in which we live. It's a a very serious hour in which we live. But this has not been the only time when it's been this way. You can go back into Genesis, and you can find where a people had rejected God. You can find a moment when it seems evil was all around but of the times and seasons. Noah, I want you to prepare an ark for the saving of our house because I'm getting ready to destroy humankind. The sin and the wickedness has come up before me and I'm tired of what I'm seeing and what's going on and I will destroy So build an ark. Get everything prepared and at the right moment you will walk in and you and your family will be saved. That was the season of difficulty for that particular individual called Noah. But he he was ready to fight the good fight of faith and he was obedient. And he followed the command of God. And after some time, when entering into the ark and the rain is falling, the thunder is sounding in the sky and the ark is rising up from earth to float. Noah somehow looks From where he stands to the top, and he sees a window. And probably
1: somewhere in his mind, he doesn't understand everything that's going on, but he simply makes a statement, there is nothing too hard for my
2: God. Look what he's done. He has saved us. a little further over in Genesis you find another story of Lot Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham sin wickedness again in a city sin has become so bad that again The voice is heard. I'm going to destroy this place. Lot, not fully understanding everything going on, but wanting to follow the command of God, went to warn his family. They didn't believe what he said. And he was even hesitant about the moment
1: because of the pressures and because, just like we would be, all of the, the pressures of the day, everything that's going on. Who do you believe? What do you do? Where do you turn? Kind of the way he probably felt the angels that God had sent, the men that God had sent. The Bible said that they laid their hands upon Lot's hand and his wife's hand and just sort of escorted them out to the gates of the city and said, now get out of here. Move out of this place. I can't do anything till you're away from here.
2: And when you start out away from here, don't you look back. But of the times and seasons, it was a season of difficulty, but Abraham, in just a little while, looked back over
1: the plain, and the Bible talked about all he saw was like the smoke of a furnace going up because he had destroyed the city because of their sin and wickedness. But in the midst of all of that, there was
2: somebody that rose up and said, I will fight the fight of faith and believe God. Over and over again,
1: you can, I could take you to the stories of those that realize that it's, there's nothing
2: too hard for God. Elijah, what are you going to do in your season? People's turned again to strange things, false gods. Well, let's rise up and fight the good fight of faith. Let's find out who God really is. If Baal be the God, let him be God. If my God's God, let him be God. But
1: The God that answers by fire, let him be God. I want to tell you, I'm talking about somebody
2: this morning that's still able to produce a fire. They'd lived their life, they'd done what they wanted to do, but now they were standing at a place where they had to
1: answer, is their God really God? Is he really a true God? Call on your God. From morning to noon, they called, but nothing happened. It got to the place. They took the lances. They were cutting themselves. The blood was flowing out of their bodies. They were trying to get an answer from their God, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Are you ready for the fight? Elijah stood up and said, I'll tell you, I'm ready. I'm ready because the God I know and the God I serve is able to answer by fire. He's still the same. He has not changed. He was there in Genesis. He was there in Abraham's day and Lot's day, and he's here today on this mountain. And I'm going to lift my voice and I'm going to pray a prayer and I'm going to believe that one more time my God will answer my fire. And more than that, I'm going to put your God to a test and I'm going to ask him some questions. Where is he? Is he on a journey? Is he asleep? Where is he? I want to tell you, I know where my God is. He sets high and lifted up, hallelujah. I know where my God is. He's still the same yesterday, that day and forever. I know who my God is. Oh, I feel like shouting this morning. I feel like shouting this morning because I know who my God is, hallelujah. He's still a God that'll answer my fire. He's still a God that will answer your call. He's still a God that'll come. Where is he? He's still high and exalted and he's lifted up and he'll answer your prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to tell you this morning, I know who God is. I'll tell you what let's do. Let's repair the altar. Let's get the sacrifice ready. Let's go ahead and soak it down with water. Get a few trenches around here, fill them up with water. We're gonna find out who God is. There's nothing too hard for Him. He steps back, everything's in order. He steps back. He lifts his voice. About sixty-three words, sixty-four words. That's all it takes. Oh, I
2: don't, I don't know how he prayed, but I like to hear him. I think he prayed one of those Willie Russell prayers. I don't know where he was standing up or on his knees, but I kind of visualized that Willie Russell prayer. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. He may have been standing up. Oh, God so
1: that this people will know who God is.
2: Would you let the fire fall? There's nothing too hard for God. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, the fight is all around us pastor haven't you haven't you seen the time the seasons you can come and play softly if you will the times and seasons haven't you heard we don't have an answer for what's going on haven't you heard about china Haven't you heard about Russia? Haven't you heard about Israel? Haven't you heard about
1: the war that could take place in the heavenlies with satellites? We've all experienced in the last number of weeks, the balloons that were talked about because somebody is looking in on us. Haven't you heard? There's wars. There's strife. There's pain. Oh, we all come through COVID-19. We all experienced the horrors of that. Pastor, don't you know the season we're in? Yeah. But I also know there's nothing too hard for our God. For in the midst of where we are and what's going on, there's someone that's just waiting for a moment. If I could have our trumpet player with everything going on, with everything that's being unleashed among us, When we don't understand everything, we know some things. The Bible tells us that there's going to be, there's going to be, and it may not be in the too distant future. For the one that says there is nothing to Hard for God. There's going to be a command given. I don't know what you'll be doing. I don't know where you will be on that day. You could be alive in a worship service like this. You could be asleep somewhere in the grave. Resting. But there's going to be a moment when Gabriel says... Sound the trumpet. Sound the trumpet, he says. and all of a sudden in the moment in the twinkling of an eye this one where there's nothing too hard for him to do is gonna first of all open up some cemetery plots they're gonna rise up from the grave in the moment in the twinkling of an eye And by the time they reach the top of the ground, we that are alive and remain shall be caught up with them. And so shall we ever be with the Lord because there's nothing too hard for our God. How it's all gonna happen that he can take a loved one that we've laid here in the front of this church and we've carried them out to a cemetery somewhere and we've laid them to rest. I don't understand how it's all gonna work and how it's all gonna play out, but I know there's nothing too hard for my God and I know something's gonna happen one morning, one day, one afternoon, when suddenly the trumpet's gonna sound and the dead's gonna get up and we're gonna get up with him and we're gonna make our way out of this world and we're gonna go into another world and we're gonna sing and we're gonna shout and we're gonna rejoice forever and ever and ever and ever and ever hallelujah 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 I don't know how it's all gonna play out, but I do know this, the Bible said I, John, saw that holy city, that new Jerusalem coming down from heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And at that moment when I talked about a while ago with our family standing across the front of this church, when he welcomes us in, he's gonna say in enter into to the joys of the Lord. And the first thing he does is gonna wipe the tears from our eyes. Hallelujah, he's gonna remove all pain. He's gonna take away everything because he said the former things would have passed away and I'm going to make all things new. I want to tell you, it's time to fight the good fight of faith. But at the times and seasons, we know but perfectly we know that our day's coming and we're going to rise up with a shout and we're going to rejoice with him forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. We will be with the Lord. I don't know how it's going to end, but I think it probably will end something like this with every single one of us simply lifting our voice and saying, we exalt. welcomed in Christ has welcomed us our loved ones have probably welcomed us also and now we're gathered around the throne and now we're simply together saying oh I exalt thee I exalt I exalt Thee Oh, oh Lord Would anybody like to come and exalt Him this morning? Would you just like to come and stand and exalt Him? You're ready for the fight You know the times and seasons but you're ready to put your faith and confidence in him if you're lost this morning you can come find Jesus you can be a part of this family I exalt thee oh if you're not saved this morning if you don't know the Lord be a good time to come be a good time to press in he'll save you he'll wash you he'll cleanse you I exalt Thee, oh let it let it roar in here. Lift your voice, let it be a shout. That's probably what we're going to be singing in heaven. I exalt Thee, O oh Lord. I exalt Thee. Oh, are you lost? Think about it this morning. Think about it just for a moment. I've described to you about the family entering into heaven. Christ welcoming us. But let me tell you that if you do not know Jesus, you will not experience joy that we will be experiencing it's a very simple thing to put our faith and our confidence in Jesus Christ our Lord and it's very easy for the enemy to play on your mind on your spirit to tell you that there's a lot of things out there that's different you don't have to stay. but let me remind you there's a heaven and there's a hell and we're going to one another I want my family, your family, this church family, this city, I want us to be welcomed into the gates of heaven. Oh, I exalt thee. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, touch, strengthen. In the name of Jesus, touch, strengthen. In the name of Jesus, I exalt thee, I exalt thee, oh. one more time and I want us to sing that like we've just entered through the gates of that city. I want this place to become a place of praise. I want hands lifted. I want voices ringing. I want you to sing it out loud. Oh, I exalt thee. Oh, yes we do. Yes we do. Oh, I exalt thee. I exalt thee. to you. End. it looks maybe like the other side is gaining ground and winning but remember the church will never be defeated you're a part of something that's alive and well join the fight endure Fight the good fight of faith. And then there will be that moment when Christ the King, when he mounts the white horse and he begins to ride, riding to bring ultimate victory and an end to all sin. You will be glad you were a part of the family.
0: I hope that you have enjoyed your time with us today. I sincerely believe the Lord is taking his word and is touching hearts and lives in this very season. I believe that you're one of those. And we encourage you to continue to join us uh, on these platforms. But today, before we say goodbye to you, until the next time, I'd just like to take a moment and pray a blessing over you. And uh, I hope that if there's some things going on in your life that in this season, You'll simply do what the Word of the Lord says. Just trust in Him. The Bible tells us, taste and see. And you know that He'll be good. So today, I just pray blessings over you. I pray blessings over your family. And if you have yet to surrender your life to the Lord, there is no time like the present to do so. So God bless you today.